I'm seeing stars in champagne and January rain. Wake me up from this bad dream. show everybody <clears throat> it's me the oh dude i haven't made that mistake in so long uh welcome to the show it's the provo kid the provo kids podcast i mean it's just a podcast it's me hanging out uh that music was there are no ads that music was lonely heights they gave me uh the green light because there are no red lights on this podcast to play their music so big shout out to lonely heights you can find them on i mean i guess anywhere itunes probably spotify youtube where else could you find them just everywhere where you play music and um hollow hill is the music you're going to hear at the end of the song. So big shout out to both of those local bands out of Utah. Really appreciate uh, both those, all of those gentlemen uh, for letting me play their music, dude. It's, it absolutely rips. 
Um, what's this podcast about today? Absolutely, I have no fucking clue, dude. I was just listening to uh, music before it started and just kind of realizing. Here's what I was thinking. I was uh, looking on Instagram, and a couple of the podcasts I follow have. Uh, oh, you probably if you're watching, you're probably noticing this tie dye hoodie. It's a uh, Jay Hudson. You can find him on Instagram or TikTok. So, Jay Hudson tie dye. Big shout out to him. But I was thinking about this drama, this podcast war that's unfolded between Brennan Shaw, blah blah blah, Brian Callen, blah blah blah, Bobby Lee, blah blah blah, and even LMR Carly. Like this thing's getting, I don't know. <clears throat> seems a bit Kanye West dramatic-esque. Like, oh, you just had a special out, uh, Brendan Schaub, and look at all these people creating jo- drama. And someone, I think, here's my conspiracy theory. Here's my take before I give a serious take. I think Brendan Schaub came out with a special. And Brendan Schaub's manager team was saying to them, like, hey, you're going to take a huge hit personally. You're going to have a couple of nights and days where you cry okay but the best thing you can do for your uh your special is to create a bunch of drama and so he 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 found h3h3 podcast he found bobby lee and he said you know what i'm gonna go all in on this drama and that's what happened and this it turned into a podcast war where people have become slandered but at the end of the day I want everybody to realize who's who's engaged in these conversations or concerned about these topics. Feel no remorse or concern for any of these individuals because at the end of the day, dude, what do they drive? What do they what do they eat? Where do they live? Like, oh man, the the things people say I got something else to talk about right after this. The things people say to me, oh, online they hurt me. Oh, I'm driving a I'm driving a car with bloody guts interior, as they say. I'm eating steakhouse every night, they say. I'm playing these video games, they say. I'm, they're, they're, every one of these individuals are, for the most part, living, quote-unquote, the American dream. And then sometimes they're making their, their uh, and I hate saying this, but like, it's weird. First of all. It's so weird, the cult mentality that follows podcasts. And I just want to be upfront and quick. Like, you listen to this podcast, it ain't a cult. You know what I mean? I don't like that mentality. But to see these people battle and uh, even... It's just odd, man. The, the whole mentality of listening to a podcast. And I think what it is is Hermit Crab Show thinking where a lot of people don't have the ability to have their own personality so the personality is like a podcast so like for people who don't know how to make life rip themselves their life rips through crystalia for people who don't know how to be slept kings uh their idol is bobby lee for people who don't know how to be jim rat hood kings their idol is hella mark harley it goes on and on right like if you can't be yourself there's an endless number of podcasts for you. And I just want to let anybody know who's watching this, don't replicate me. Just be yourself, dude. That's the most appealing thing people want, right? I, I, people don't want most of them. Maybe not, dude. Because if, if I, I think if I was I tried to be something else, people would tell me I'd be uh, far more uh, successful. But 
Success is not what this podcast is after, to be honest. This the the whole reason of this podcast is I just want to do something with my time for an hour that is more or I guess I I guess yeah, more beneficial than most things. What else can I do for an hour? And this people say, "Oh, it's an hour." It actually turns into a few more hours cuz I, I chop, edit it, post it, whatever, whatever. And yeah, man, it's a podcast. Uh, but what else do people do with their time? And sometimes what I like about this is it turns into a game if you think about your life, right? So you get to put your mind into a box. And your mind is a fucking rat. Mouse. You can be a possum. You can be a fucking snow leopard. You could be a bee. I don't care. Pick your spirit animal or insect. And you put your mind into a box for an hour and you see what happens. And you're like, stay there, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's this whole podcast. And I I asked a, a question to somebody who said, oh, I don't like solo podcasts. So I was like, why don't you like solo podcasts? And I'm like, ah, this reason and that. And I, I respect it. The reason is they lose interest. And I think what happens is people listen to different things for different reasons, right? Uh, but when I listen to a podcast, for whatever reason, that has multiple people on it, it's sometimes it's nice that you feel like you're sitting in on a conversation, but you don't say anything at all, right? And when you listen to someone talking to themselves for an hour, that's a different experience, right? That That is what this podcast is. Some people are like, what, what's your podcast, dude? It's me talking to myself for an hour, doing whatever I can to make it across the finish line of what I would call 50 minutes uh, 53 minutes of just endless conversation with myself about whatever that comes to my own mind. And here's what I want to say about the podcast Battle of Beef. The best thing about my podcast, the best thing about me doing this, nobody knows, nobody cares. Dude. I don't want to be famous. Nobody want, like The idea of being famous, I think, is such a curse. Like What I just like doing is this. It's just hanging out, chilling, recording stuff. It's not about people. It's funny. People want people to watch them. I don't care, right? Like, I'm going to do this. No one can watch me. Ten people can watch me. Three people can listen to the podcast. One could. I could just make this every fucking day of the week and just, hey, guess what? Nobody fucking listens. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why do I even get some features that don't even work? Sorry about that. That was probably terrible in the air. You're like, Jesus Christ. Provo kid. Your audio quality shit. It is. It absolutely is. Because uh, this podcast is what I would call Rough Rider. Uh, it's just different. And it's funny when I hear about people talking about their podcasts and like my team, your team. And it's weird where like, guess what? This is the team. You see me and Jesus Christ in the back, right? Like that's it. You know what I mean? I got to every outside of that, this is the podcast. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, what do you need for a podcast? Yo, it's yourself. Uh, it doesn't take a lot. It really doesn't. You can, like, I got a few bells and whistles, right? I got a microphone, a boomstick. I got a light, a camera. It's not the best camera. I even got a new camera. I don't use as much, but I'm still trying to figure out. It's like habit routine. I just got to podcast more and more. And I got the second camera uh, specifically because I'm going to. This is the fiftieth. Hold on, folks. This is the 50th episode, and what's going on? No big celebration, absolutely at all. So, 
But I did get this second camera because I do plan on doing an interview. And when I do the interview, um, I want camera changes, camera angles, and there's so much to learn. I did my, uh, hey guys, I got big news about my Patreon, which nobody's, uh, it's so funny. How do you get people to financially, uh, like say, you know what, I'll give you a dollar. Because it's funny, I tip people who give me a coffee a dollar, and just one. I'm saying you could tip me $1 a month for the content I make and people don't do it. I'm surprised by that. It's like, where did generosity go? Or does, like, should I stop tipping people? Then would, would that change the flow of energy? Like, do I tip people crazy? No. I Today, I tipped one person $1 because I ordered one drink. It was coffee, and I paid the the price for the coffee, and one dollar for the person who made it. Because I believe wage slavery is a real thing, and I tip. Why do you tip, Provo Kid? Provo Kid tips because he believes in wage slavery, folks, and I disagree heavily with the practice of wage slavery. And you'll say, Provo Kid, what's the difference between a small co- and here's wage slavery? And oh man, it's so hard to break it down. If you're a franchise owner or a local business person, it's not wage slavery because there's a lot of reasons why. If you're running a local business and you own it, you want a general manager. So that person who works at the bottom is a barista, and you start at the top general manager typically. or Maybe you have so much money you're hiring people like crazy. But anyways, if you can offer someone a ladder... That's different. Most franchises, most systems are closed, right? And here's the difference. Yeah, that, that's it. Wage slavery. You work at a Dillard's. You ain't ever going to own the Dillard's. You work You work at, uh, I don't know, most things. You ain't ever going to own it. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's wage slavery. Uh, and what's the difference? Ah, oh, man. I get in these conversations with myself of self-validating and uh, qualifying and clarifying and I guess that is the podcast because people ask, like, what is it What is it about? It's me trying to figure out how to have a conversation with myself out loud. I do offer an opportunity for people to intervene. It's kind of like a reality show. You could intervene because uh, my podcasts are typically live streamed. Uh, but most people never uh, check in and say, yo, what are you doing? Nobody else, you know, sometimes people do. And I... I I appreciate people who hold back and don't all the time. Like, because if you watch me silently, I appreciate it. But if the podcast just turns into me and you talking, you'd be a co-host. Nobody likes that. But uh, nobody's done that either, so that's nice. Um, it, it is just a strange podcast when I think about think about it. Um, and a lot of the reasons I look at this. So, God bless you. I didn't even sneeze. And I was thinking about this. I I got some merch on the way, but as I've analyzed this merch that you're wearing, and I'm trying to refine my tie-dye process, because a lot of people don't understand this. This is the merch, merchandise part of the segment of the podcast. 
I am making and creating merchandise for the Provo Kid podcast. And it's part of the, the appeal of the Provo Kid podcast merchandise is I make it, right? So, like, whatever you buy for me is something I make. And I, I find that really important as far as merchandise. And I understand, like, I didn't make this sweater or whatever I make or so. But I did artistically create a tie-dye pattern. So um, I'm really excited for this new merchandise I have coming out. Um, it's, some of it's amazing. Some of it's... Uh, but... I'm going to list it, so to speak, and yeah, feel free to buy it. I'll probably figure out a number where uh, for each thing it's validated. But as I swear to God, dude, uh, when I ship things to people, you. I'm not talking about any of the fan of the month stuff, but I shipped something on eBay because I sold something on eBay and the person was like, uh, you should have used a different thing. I was like, oh my God, man. When people get so specific, like who, who met, why does it matter if you get a package from UPS or USPS? Like what the fuck, bro? Uh, when people are worried about that, I've never been concerned about who the mailman is. Like, I... <laughs> the person was basically upset. Like, oh, man. Why'd you... Why'd you have that mailman come to my door? One of the other mailman. I was like, what the fuck? Did I... I sold you... Whatever it was, man. The mailman got to you. Why are you mad? It's like, what are people doing? I've never met someone until recently who had a preference towards mail and I find that kind of interesting like when you think about mail people have opinions like FedEx or UPS or United States Postal Service like which one's better it's like what the fuck man what what are we doing like why are, do I sound like uh, what's his name Will Smith's son what I'm saying like why are we who has prep like if if the product gets to you, who cares? <laughs> like I'll I'll give it to the Pony Express. Fuck, dude. Who who gives a fuck who takes and delivers the package, man? And uh, when people have a preference, man, I'm shocked. Yeah, dude. You and DHL. Think about some of the underdogs. If I ever have the opportunity to receive or give a package to DHL, I'd be honored. I'm like, oh, shit, what are you doing here, DHL? I've only seen your van occasionally, and it never made sense to me. Like, has anybody received? Why is there a DHL? Everybody answer that question? Is that it? I'm trying to remember letters from the alphabet that deliver packages. There's so many. But is DHL, I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm right. Like, I've never fucking gotten one package from the DHL. What is DHL? What What are they doing? What are they delivering? Why haven't I got a package? Why is it my, why are all my boxes the same? Fuck, bro. Doesn't make sense. How do you get into the DHL purchase game? What do you got to purchase 
in order to get something from DHL. Think about that. What is the secret code to life to get a DHL package or DHL delivery man? Like if I'm living in the Truman Show, I've never like I've seen like mailman or mailwoman after mailman and mailwoman come to my door. Not one of them has been a DHL mailman or mailwoman. They've all been various. I've seen, I've had UPS, I'm sure. FedEx, I'm sure. USPS, I think, I'm sure. Never a DHL. What are they doing, the DHL people? What are they delivering? I've seen their vans. What are they like the McDonald's colors? You look at them, you're like, what the fuck? You deliver McDonald's on the low? Oh, Jesus Christ. Here's the thing I want to say too. If you order anything like Dash Door, like I hear Dash Door, home delivery thing, don't do it ever. <laughs> I, I have such a weird rule where uh, this is a funny story about the Provo kid. Uh, I went to lunch with my father and I said, we could go through the drive-thru. He's like, no, I, I have to go inside. I was like, oh, you want to see him make it, don't you? Because it's such a different experience when they have to perform the task and they is typically the worker or wage slave. Depends on the business establishment you went to. I think the business establishment we attended was a local restaurant, of course. Which is the God's honest truth. Because I only do local shit. Sometimes I do franchise that are owned by local people. And I respect that transition as a hustle. By the way, my father preferred to go into a restaurant to just to make sure people who were going to provide him the sustenance that he needed were doing it in a way he thought appropriate. Like, yeah, I'm the same fucking way, man. You go through the drive-thru, like, no emotional transaction in any of the thing you usually receive. And I'm completely, by the way, like, probably a kid, do you eat fast food? No. I heard, I heard recently Chris Lee talking about, it's been 12 years since I had Taco Bell. You know what? <laughs> and he said, I had a Baja Blast. But it doesn't count. It does, pussy. Sorry. And uh, the fact that you smell Taco Bell means you had Taco Bell. That's how potent that shit is, right? And <laughs> anyways, dude, fuck, bro. I don't even want to talk about other people's podcasts. This podcast is absolutely, it rips by itself. People don't even understand it. The podcast uh, rips so hard, as Chris Lee would say. But what, what would I say? I'd say this podcast is dumb. But Dom makes me think of like Dom Irera from like uh, what's his name? No, it's not Dom Irera. Dom Irera is a comedian. Who's Dom from Fast and Furious? Is that his name? Dom. I'm Dom. Dominique. Is that his name? Fuck. Yeah. I don't got friends. I got family. Fuck. That's so rare. That's so rare. Dude, that's an audio clip I need. Ooh, I don't got friends. I got family. Bro, when I look at the clock at the podcast time, sometimes I'm a star. It's like, there, you made it that far. Holy shit, that's impressive. Uh, 
and shout out again to Lonely Heights, uh, local band out of Utah for letting me play their music uh, from the jump. Man, what a podcast! It's such a, it's such an interesting thing to make when when you realize you're responsible for a hundred percent of the content. Uh, and I'd like to do a couple other things in creating content. That and here's what I realize, right? So people who are like, what? What about conspiracy heroes? What about your Patreon? Yo, the list is short. I got a couple of heroes, and I'm gonna reach out to them, and then it's gonna be done. That series is canned. It's a TV show. My Patreon is a TV channel for those who are trying to understand it. Where it's like the Provo Kid does conspiracy. Provo Kid does uh, podcast heroes. But I'm just going to interview different segments of different populations that I find interesting. Um, so I'm really pivoting in a, in a high level way because I'm getting downloads of information constantly. People, it's so funny. It's like, how do you get people? How do you get where you are? You know, you know how you get where you are? You talk to yourself positively. A lot of positive self-talk. I like to leave... I, I tell people this all the time. This is an episode, every episode I've ever had. There's two kinds of magic. What kind of magic is there, Provo Kid? What are you talking about? Is it uh, Harry Potter shit? Does everybody usually mix the analogy towards? Of course not, but it's close, probably. It'd be nice if it was. Uh, here's how magic works. There's two kinds of spells. Spells you cast on yourself, right? And spells you cast on other people. Can we get an example of that, Bravo Kid? Here's a spell you cast on uh, other people. Hey, uh, Mom, would you pass the salt, please? And then your mom hears the spell, and she goes like this. Yes, son. Here's the salt. And it's like, am I in a simulation once you figure out how to use all the spells in the world? You're close. You're very close. But what about the spells you say to yourself? Because those are the most important spells. And so those are uh, spells, and psychology and science calls it positive self-talk. And so when you understand what positive self-talk or uh, spells you cast on yourself are, what are those? Those are you wake up and you say, I'm a good person. I love my life. I feel gratitude, right? So those are spells you tell your brain, and then your brain's like, let me prove that right. You love yourself. You feel gratitude. Let me find ways to make that true. <laughs> and so you do that shit. And you do other things. Like uh, I am competent. And some of these things to be just simply expressed are most easily found in children's books. So for example, Provo Kid, uh, I'm talking about the little blue engine that could, or the little engine that could. Usually the engine, who cares what color it is? Who, what am I? Color specific? Blue? So this little engine that could uh, is creating a linguistic spell or neuro-linguistic programming script that has to do with the words, I think I can, I think I can. And if you work with your child and reading this book and it's like, I know I can, I know I can. And then you take that and you try to take that script that they learn in the book and apply it to different things in their life that they're trying to learn. They just start saying, I know I can. 
I know I can. And they're visualizing in their head this little train going over a hill. It's 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 a magical spell, in other words. So is magic real, Provo kid? Yeah. And if you don't believe me, that's fine. Walk out the door. Or don't stay and listen. I might talk about something a little bit more interesting. We're at the 28-minute marker. Who gives a fuck? Just appreciate you for being here. And uh, like, wow, man, what a podcast. It's so funny. It's so funny how far you get. And this is episode 50. People people might have thought I was going to do something special, but the fact that I made the podcast is special. That's also true, right? Like, what is episode 50? I have so many podcasts episodes i got so listen to my ego talk i got so i got so many podcasts dude (laughs) i'm just trying to make content but i do have quite a few quite a few more than uh it's funny when you can catch yourself but it it's weird when you make a podcast that is ego driven but you're trying to always keep your ego in check as a person it's like i don't have so many podcasts but i got quite a few like if you go to my uh, YouTube or whatever, there's just extra, extra, extra content. Like, I got so much content. That's the whole point. Make content. And uh, people don't understand the content. They drive by the content. They leave the content. They don't like the content. Whatever. Who cares, dude? It really... And I, I, I want everybody to understand this. He's like, who even is thinking about, like, should I make content? Yeah. I think this... God willing, right, the internet, everything that we know stays up for an extended period of time. I think the people in the future will look back and say, oh, you didn't make any content? Oh, you, you, uh, you reposted stuff. And they'll be, I think, I don't know how people will be, but they'll be appreciated. They'll appreciate the past even more if the people in the past took advantage of like, Oh, you had a camera and the ability to record your thoughts and opinions and you never did that? What are you, stupid? Hey, why didn't you ever just put your thoughts and opinions on the camera and those people say, they record me all the time. They know all the things. No, no, no. Sure, they know who you are when you're not trying to let people know who you are but like imagine you had the opportunity that's what the podcast is right that's what this is this is the opportunity for the soul to express itself because if we are being recorded by the government all the time and blah 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 cool well and dandy this is the hour of that 23 hours 24 hours right that it's real as fuck it's the realest twenty. It's the realest hour of the twenty-four. You know what I mean? Like, oh, phone's recording you. They're recording you. Well, hey, this is the only part people care about in that twenty-four hours. <laughs> I just fucking man. What a funny podcast. What a funny show. Maybe not funny. It could be whatever it is. Uh, oh, I forgot. You're like, what did you forget, Provo kid? let the hair down so I, you let the hair up there's this like uh, I forget it really doesn't matter what belief system it's from but uh, cause people are like Wait, cite your source cite your source um you you the belief system is this 
essentially you keep your hair balled up all day collects energy and then at the night at the end of the day or at night you let it down and all that energy your hair collected falls down on you and you you know what i thought i was like oh fuck how's that work and then i I thought again i'm like "Mm, it seems weird when people like michael jordan or joe rogan got energy flowing throughout their whole body and they don't need hair so sometimes I think hair, people are like, oh, bro, you got hair. Most of the time, the only people, two people notice my hair. Uh, people who do hair and bald men. That's about it. Uh, most of the time, people just like, oh, you got long hair. Why don't you cut it, hippie? So, uh, but now I'm trying this. I think the, the philosophy that came from is uh, probably Middle Eastern, uh, Hindu. Something of that nature. I can't believe this is only a half hour in, dude. It's such... Sometimes when you think about it... uh, I want to share a dream I had. So sometimes... I've had a couple prophetic dreams. So one dream I had... Was... I was surfing. And I was on my surfboard... And I was looking on my phone... And then I look up and all of a sudden I'm really, really far from the shore. And I imagine, I don't know if there was or is a shark in my dream right now. Like might be implanting that part of the memory. But the memory on the base core of my dream was that I was surfing. And when I was surfing, I've never surfed. (laughs) But I know I was on a board. Uh, I've never even been on a board. And I'm looking on my phone for some reason. And I just drift away from the shore. Right? And I get farther and farther away. And it's, uh, I guess I realize something and I look up and I'm so far away. And I feel immediately scared. And like in a state of threat or danger. I I guess I really don't remember authentically like how how the rest of the dream played out. But I was frightened. And and typically I've been able to wake myself up from dreams when I've become frightened. And I think that's what I did do ultimately. Uh, But what did I... There's The reason I bring this dream up is... The ultimate, what did I think? I thought the dream was prophetic. Is that if you look at your phone or if you look at a screen your whole life, you're going to drift away from the shores of reality. And by the time you wake up, like, oh my God, uh, what's going on? It'll be so hard to get back to establish like a normal just life. Uh, that it's difficult. And why do I equate that to surfing? Here's another reason, perhaps. I was brainwashed, like, surfing the web, dude. Oh, you're on the internet, dude. You're surfing. Wow. And I think, uh, dude, here's the truth. You spend too much time on the internet, and this is, I sound so fucking hippie right now. You spend, hey, 
You spend too much time on the internet or on your phone, and you sh you start drifting away from the shores of reality. Dude, we're going to make this a segment. So when we make things a segment on the Provo Kid podcast, we are truly blessed. Wow, this is going to be good. Wow. Um, wow, guys. Or gals. Okay, it's going to be usually way too loud. Welcome to the Provo Kid Podcast. I had a dream one time. In my dream, I was surfing, and I had a phone in my hands while I was surfing because I was pretty good. And I stared at my phone for so long, I drifted so far from shore. I, By the time I looked up, I was too far to get back on my own. And I panicked, and I woke up from my dream. For me, that was prophetic. It was amazing. It helped me realize screens fucking suck. Dude, I'm done with that segment. That was just like, I probably won't even do it. I give up. God, that was terrible. Thank God I won't post anything ultimately from that. That's nice. It's in the podcast. Like, if people listen far enough and they'll go back, they'll say, Bravo, kid, bravo, kid. Can I get an Instagram clip of that to share? I hope so. I hope I feel like doing that. Um, if not, whatever. Excuse me. Uh, we're 38 minutes in. And I want to say something interesting about just music in general. Um, as I listened to Lonely Heights and Hollow Hill the last, uh, what would you call it? month or two, three, right? Uh, and what I mean, I've listened to them more than once or twice, obviously. But just trying to understand the rhythm, the flow. And there's something that I want, if anybody from those fans listen to this podcast, God bless you. The reason I think your music stands out is this. Um, I think... What makes music good, typically, uh, and I don't know shit, but I like looking at Mac Miller, for example. How do I say this? The reason you the music, like Lonely Heights or Hollow Hill, is or it sounds as good as it does, is because it comes from a place of original creativity. These people, these guys, are making something that uh, it's just them, right? Like, it's not... There's nobody telling these guys what to do. Like, hey, you you guys should make music like this. No. These guys are in a band, and they're writing lyrics, they're making music that reflects themselves. 
And that to me is one of the highest forms of art where most of the music you hear on the radio or just in general, people like it's so manufactured and it's not real. It's not authentic, but uh, Lonely Heights, Hollow Hill, when I listen to a lot of the music and I get it, dude, people look at me like, dude, you're a boomer for sure, dude. Absolutely. What am I like? 40, 45, 60. Uh, I could be young as fuck though, dude. You know what I mean? And I'm old, dude. I'm really old. <laughs> it's funny where people are millennials, dude. And I'm transitioning this to millennials where people... Here's the thing about millennials. People don't understand. Millennials don't want to work. Generation Z don't want to work. You mean... Hey, you mean the two generations that finally got the internet and realized what wage slavery and uh, slavery in general really was all of a sudden don't want to be wage slaves? And it's funny where you you want to know the the worst part. Uh, if if you ever meet a progressive who will say indentured servitude wasn't slavery, it's like oh. You only get part of the, the, the scheme. Like, you ever meet people who will tell you one degree of slavery isn't the other? Where the reality, and it, oh, Provo kid, you're talking about slavery again. Wow. And it's funny because, man, I'm not a communist and I'm not an extreme alt right person, like, but I do despise slavery in all of its forms. And a lot of people don't get it. What is it? And it's such a difficult concept to understand because most of the time, the only way and only thing people want you to think about when you talk about slavery is what happened in America uh, up until 1865. Is that when the Civil War ended, if I'm correct? But So from the time of America's construct to then, 1865. That's all people want you to think about. And then after that, they want you to think about suppressed rights and that type of, uh, I would call it, uh, it's still, there's still slavery occurring. Slavery never stopped. There's this whole thing, the biggest lie in America is slavery, like, oh, the 13th Amendment. Oh, like, there's this, ah, oh, man, it's so hard for people to understand this. Uh, and I think it takes a lot of levels of creativity. People call it mental gymnastics, like, how, me calculating how to like convince people that slavery is so multifaceted and dimensional that people don't quite understand it. Like, hey, someone can enslave your fucking mind. And uh, like, what do you mean, bro? Like, you ever seen an alcoholic on the side of the street who became homeless? You ever seen a kid who couldn't stop playing video games? Right? You ever seen someone that's enslaved to something? Their mind is completely like gone and their whole life is attached to like something right outside of themselves typically that's the whole point if you see and the exact opposite opposite of that is uh like the greek myth narcissus right like whatever like you pronounce that correctly but we're not talking about that right we're not talking about that the opposite of where someone's so obsessed with themselves people will say Oh, the the funny thing is, this culture really rewards people obsessed with themselves. So, that's funny how that works out. I really got to think about some of these topics. But, again, this whole podcast is me talking out loud to myself out loud. 
And uh, so far, I'm not doing too bad. I, it's been a good podcast. It's been all right. We're here, we're there, we're going somewhere. And as a, this podcast is drawing to a close, I got like at least 10 minutes left of trying to stay afloat. I'm like, what are you going to talk about? Hey, here's something I'll talk about, right? Um, uh, fuck, dude. I went to the aquarium the other day. And it's in Salt Lake City. I'm the Provo Kid. This podcast is the number one podcast in Provo. And I went to a, an aquarium in Salt Lake. And this aquarium has a dead turtle, right? And it's been dead for like mm, probably two months. <laughs> and I don't understand why the sharks are not eating it. Like is there like some – some uh, every, like all the animals in this big-ass aquarium, I understand. Like don't – like everybody – like hurts my heart. When I think about this dead sea turtle just like kind of like resting again, like none of the fish are eating it, nothing's happening, and I understand why the aquarium doesn't remove it because they're like, well, in nature, you see fish and everything, like something decompose. Hey, motherfucker, it ain't nature. You got these motherfuckers in a box, and they they became spiritual, like remove the dead one, <laughs> and I don't get. A, why these animals aren't eating the fuck. Like, there's sharks in there. And I don't understand what's going on, why this turtle's dead. It's been, like, nothing's happening. And, yeah, man, it's sad, bro. Like, and get another sea turtle in there. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to learn about the cycle of life like this. Get the fuck... And then the the worst part, you know what you see on the billboard going up to this fucking stupid... That's not stupid. This fucking aquarium. You see a big-ass sea turtle swimming. Then you get there, sea turtle's dead. What the fuck, Utah? Fix that shit. And I was looking at the uh, reviews right before I went. And I, and I know it, because like, I've been a couple times in the last three months or whatever uh just twice but uh this time i looked at the reviews and I'm like what are the reviews for this place because last time i was like it seems interesting and four stars like what we're such a big place and you know what's interesting about this place they got the fucking youtube stadium spiders some occult symbol hanging over the whole state of utah i don't like it it's like what the fuck Hey, how about you sell that stupid piece of architecture and uh, get two new sea turtles. Fucking get some real ass shit that's alive. Fix this stupid shit where like there's a dead sea turtle that none of the animals want to eat. Like they all got spiritual and shit. Like it's weird, dude. I don't get it. Why you would think out of all the fish in there and sharks in there, something would eat it, but they're not. So, I don't know. Don't go there right now, dude. Wait till they take that poor turtle out because the other animals don't want it. <laughs> they don't want it in there. It's bad vibes. Like, thinking about swimming, you're like, Jesus Christ, you're still dead, Fred. Like, what the fuck? They haven't taken you out, dude? Oh, my God. The, the, like, the shark's like, oh, I hate turtle. Like, turtle's the worst. Nobody wants to eat the turtle, dude. Like, oh, just throw in some dead fish. Or like, I'm going to have to kill this other fish. I hate turtle. 
Oh, bro, turtle must taste like shit. Nobody wants turtle, bro. Oh, my God. And they don't have anything hyper-aggressive and that super wants to eat in the fish tank, right? Like, everything's kind of passive. It's like no, nothing wants to, like, go, oh, are you, are you like, because this turtle's been alive, right? At some point. Or, like, are you okay? Oh, you're not? Oh, oh let me just, <laughs> sorry, Fred. <laughs> this turtle's been their friend for how long? It's probably been the nicest thing in this fucking aquarium. And Jesus Christ, dude. All these other little animals are like, I don't want to eat. It seems like so fucking crazy by the humans to like capture all these animals and make them be friends and then say, eat your friend. Eat him. Eat the little poor turtle. Oh my God, it sounds nuts. We did that. We put all, because typically here's how it works, I think, in the ocean. They never get the chance to know each other. They'll see a turtle once or twice, right? But they're stuck in this aquarium, and they're all sudden like, "Hey, Fred! Oh, nice. How you doing, Fred?" All of a sudden, like Fred's stuck in a corner, like, <laughs> and like typically they, I think in the wild they would never have a problem eating a turtle, but like once you know the turtle, like, oh, that's Fred. I, I've been swimming with Fred since I've been in this aquarium. Now they want me to eat them? Who are these psychos? The sharks don't even want to eat them. The sharks loved Fred. Dude, what the fuck, dude? Like, why are they doing this? And it's crazy to think about, man. Oh, it's crazy. Dude, the Bravo kid has some real ass conversations. People don't even understand that shit. Like, I'm out there, bro. I'm talking about this fucking aquarium game. And, uh, anyways. Uh, what else am I gonna talk? What, what else am I gonna talk about, huh? And I heard some people listen to my podcast. That's nice of you. Uh, and honestly, guys, there's no need to listen. There's no, like, you made it this far. What are you doing? Go make your own podcast. Go do your own thing. I am saying don't listen to me, and I don't appreciate it, but sometimes I'm like, oh, man. Wow. 50 minutes of me talking? That's tough. And my wife told me this. She said, ever since you did that podcast, you've been a... a lot easier like you've been a lot easier to be around like wh what do you mean like oh you just don't like like i don't go on rants like some of the rants i go on you like if i don't have the podcast like some of this stuff i have to get off my chest like this dead turtle thing if i didn't here's my i don't know if i don't think my wife knows about she might know about the dead turtle but i just talked about the dead turtle for like whatever 10 minutes fucking Mad Max Marauders. But that's my whole thing. Like, if I don't get to talk about the dead turtle, I got to talk about the dead turtle with somebody and think about it. So, I don't know. In the podcast wars, I got to talk about that with somebody. Like, what's going on with these people in these podcast wars? And I think there's a little bit of a conspiracy. Did I talk about that? Did I finish that statement? Here's the, here's the conspiracy. It's like, I think Run and Shab secretly is obsessed with Kanye West. 
And he understands Kanye West. He understands that Kanye West is the ultimate guerrilla marketing guru. guru. And Brendan Chavez looked at himself and said, you know what? I can't quite make a sex tape that shows me fucking, but I'm going to show people me fucking up by being a dick or whatever people think, right? Like, it, long story short, Brennan Chobb says, I'm gonna release a, I'm gonna release a special and then create lots of drama. Kanye West style. So I think that's what that conspiracy is. People are like, Oh, did you hear? Did you see? Blah blah blah. And I even got blocked by Brennan Chobb. Check my previous story out, dude. True ass. True ass. Real ass. Dead ass. No cap. Got blocked. But for supporting Brennan Chobb. Because I went into the comments section willing to kick ass, right? I went into the comments section defending Brendan Schaub, telling all these Bobby Lee fans, like, fuck you. No, I never said fuck you, but I said, nah. Actually, that's the only thing I said over and over. That's probably why they thought I was a bot. Because I just kept saying, nah, nah. Because people kept saying, Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee. And I just reply, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, dude, what a dick, right? But I thought it's also free real estate. And so for everybody who like, looks at all this shit, like, who's Provo Kid? Who's this kid that keeps saying, nah, 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 like a sheep? It's me. Uh, so welcome to the show. If you're tuning in or tuning out, it's about over. And I started with Lonely Heights. I'm going to end with my uh, usually starter for the podcast, but uh, Lonely Heights. Uh, they're just good dudes. I, I've been jamming the music as well to just as much, man. So just in general, thank you to both Lonely Heights, Hollow Hill, and uh, I appreciate. Here's here's the other thing I want to talk about, dude. It's nice not being famous. Uh, it's nice nobody listens to this podcast. I really appreciate it. And for the people who do listen, I appreciate that as well. But uh, it's not cool to be famous. And I just want everybody to know this. Like, I make this for me. Everything I'm doing is for me. I don't want to be famous. Uh, and the reason I'm saying all this is because, like, I look at the podcast scene, like, the whole battle between Brendan Schaub and... Bobby Lee, like, all that fame and, like, heat and all these people, like, all that toxicity. It's like, yo, I'd rather make a podcast where 10 people listen (laughs) than everybody listens and, like, hates each other. Like, this ain't a cult. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want my cult defending me. Like, my cult don't have one. Uh, I don't want my listeners defending me against, like, ah, dude, it seems so weird of... Just witnessed a podcast battle. Ah, yeah, like this is the first podcast battle I've seen. I'm like, wow, man. It's nice to be unknown. I like it, dude. It's just it's so nice. Because it, cause the truth is I, I do this for me. It's fun. Uh, and I love supporting local music. So we're going to end by playing Hollow, 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 Hollow Hill. Uh, check them out. Um, 
they are absolutely awesome and lonely heights is what we started with god bless you all thank you for listening Thank you.